Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We have a million things to get to here. It's a very busy day. You just heard about the Michigan stuff. We are very into that. All the NFL, obviously, offseason baseball moves. We've got basketball and everything else to get to. But the most important thing we want to share is that, of course, this weekend is Veterans Day. Saturday is Veterans Day. And we are proud to recognize that we are commemorating Veterans Week here at ESPN, honoring all the military personnel who are actively serving, veterans who have served, and those who've made the ultimate sacrifice. We want to make sure that military personnel and military spouses everywhere are aware of ESPN's continued support of disabled American veterans. That's DAV Career Fairs, which connect veterans and spouses with employers nationwide who are committed to hiring them. You can learn more about that by visiting DAV.org. Again, that stands for Disabled American Veterans, DAV.org. There's nothing more important that we can do, those of us especially who make our lives, not just our careers, not just our living, but our lives in this frivolous enterprise that we get to, that we come in here every single day and we make jokes and we talk about games. We are only allowed to do that because of the blanket of freedom that is draped over us every day by those people and the sacrifice, the continued commitment and sacrifice made by the families who I'm, I'm pleased to see are being more and more remembered in this, in the, um, in, in the general conversation. I feel for the longest time it has been standard to say thank you to the veterans, thank you to those who are serving. We never forget those who have paid the ultimate price. And too often, I think, or maybe more recently, I feel we've become more attuned to um, paying attention to the sacrifice that is made by the families who are here while mom or dad or whoever it may be are serving overseas and all of that and just all of the difficult, um, all the the, the ways that that is so much more complicated and difficult and the sacrifice that is made there. So again, from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate it. And we wanted to come up with a a creative way to, um, to point that out today. And so we happen to have Hembo here every single day. And, and there are a few things in the world that Hembo probably knows more about than any other living human. And I, I would actually uh, defend that. Hembo knows more about baseball players who served our country than anyone else alive. And so I thought it would be an appropriate way for you to point out maybe a lot of the legendary baseball players you've heard of, you may not know about their service to this country. And I thought in honor of Veterans Day and Veterans Week, that would be a a fun way for us to uh, pay some tribute in that regard. So, Hembo, take a couple of minutes and do that. Yeah, let's start with Ted Williams. Ted Williams missed the entire 1943 uh, through 45 seasons in World War II and most of the 52 and 53 seasons uh, in the Korean War. Ted Williams is, is one of the greatest legends this country has ever known. He's the only Hall of Fame baseball player That served in multiple wars. He rose to the rank of captain. He flew 39 successful combat missions in Korea. Greeny, he was such a skilled pilot that John Glenn handpicked Ted Williams as his wingman. Yeah, and and it goes to the eyesight, which, of course, was legendary in baseball as well. A, A thing I'll always remember about that, in 2008... In the lead up to the presidential election in the United States, when then Senator Obama was running against Senator McCain... They had, we had, Mike and Mike, we had both of the candidates on. 
And uh, that was back in a time when that didn't seem like a controversial thing to do. And we, because we wanted to make sure that we did not appear to favor either one, what we made the decision to do was we had them on at the same time, not, not, not together, but at the same time of day, like the same hour, 9, 15, or whatever it was, we kept them on for exactly the same amount of time or as close as we could, and we asked them the exact same questions. So there could not be any illusion that we had given one preferential treatment over the other. And what I will never forget about that, the thing that stood out for me the most was we asked each of them, who was your sports hero when you were growing up? And then Senator Obama said, Julius Irving. And Senator McCain said, Ted Williams. And he went into a lengthy explanation, not of, and of course, Senator McCain served our country as, as, in as distinguished a fashion as probably anyone that, or just about anyone that has ever lived. Um, he talked at length about Ted Williams' military commitment and all that he had done as a fighter pilot as well. So that, that, that wasn't the first time I heard about it, but that was, to hear about that from Senator McCain was really something. Uh, give us another one. Uh, Hank Greenberg, on Mo- uh, May the 6th of 1941, Hank Greenberg had a pair of home runs in what would be his last game in 47 months. And that's because he reported for the Army the following day. He eschewed a $55,000 salary to serve for $21 a month. He would wind up being promoted to captain in the Air Corps. He received a presidential unit citation and four bronze battle stars upon his return, having served longer than any major league player. He was from the Bronx, and for what I assume are obvious reasons, my dad is also from the Bronx, and while my father lived and died with the Yankees, Joe DiMaggio was his hero, and there was nothing more important than the Yankees. My father was a kid named Arnold Greenberg from the Bronx. So believe me, I know everything there is to know about Hank Greenberg and and in all of his life and his military service, and he was a hero in a lot of ways beyond baseball. Give us one more. Uh, Bob Feller enlisted in the Navy immediately following the attack on Pearl Harbor. He did so on literally December 7th of 1941. He became the first pro athlete to join the war effort. Greeny, as a chief petty officer aboard the USS Alabama, Feller commanded a 24-man gunnery crew amidst a number of combat missions. He earned eight battle stars and five campaign ribbons for his service during 44 months away from baseball. Yeah. Um, so, so those are just a few of, of so many other examples. And, and we just thought that would be a, a, an interesting way to express a little bit of our gratitude to all of the veterans during this Veterans Week. And I would conclude it by saying that of all the things, Mike and I did that show together for 18 years, and we had countless honors and countless opportunities and everything else. But the most meaningful things to me, I will never forget, Veterans Day shows we did aboard multiple different ships, um, including a Coast Guard cutter, which was a thrilling experience, um, and on board other uh, naval ships. And I also remember that our show was broadcast on the Armed Forces Radio Network for many years. And the, the note, that, that was back in the days of email. That was before there was social media. But the emails we would get from people telling us, you know, I'm serving overseas right now and I'm in this scary place and it just makes me feel closer to home to hear you guys talking about football. Like that was the most meaningful stuff that ever happened by far. That was more important than meeting presidents or eating donuts or going on Letterman or anything else. So 
Um, again, in this um, in this Veterans Week that we are commemorating here at ESPN, our thanks to all who serve, all who have served, all of their families. And I'll, I'll say again, um, to make sure that you're aware of ESPN support of disabled American veterans, career fairs, DAV.org, if you would like to learn more. All right, on to other uh, much, much, much less important things. Uh, I want to play you something that Aaron Rodgers said yesterday because I have been mocked, belittled, questioned, made fun of, laughed at, and written off for weeks. Because I've been saying that December 24th, when the Jets play the Washington Commanders, Aaron Rodgers intends to play that day. I've been saying that's the day to expect him back. People think I'm just making this stuff up. I wouldn't just make that up. I'm saying I've been hearing that from people, not doctors. I can't tell you he can do it. I'm telling you, and this is what I have said repeatedly, repeatedly, he thinks he can. He believes he's coming back that day. I'm not making this up. So yesterday, he's on McAfee, and this is after he had told, um, was it Derwin James on the field after the game against the Chargers? He had said, yeah, give me a few weeks. And the whole world went crazy. Is he saying he's coming back in a few weeks? So McAfee kind of presses him on that. And here's what Roger said. So a couple's two, a few's three. Yep. A Rushmore is four. That's I'm right. aware of this. Aware right. Of this. So yeah, I'm just saying. You know, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a few. A pantheon. It's gonna be a few. A few fortnights. It'll be a few fortnights. A few fortnights. McAfee had just said, "A few is three. A fortnight, for those who don't know, is two weeks. Three times two weeks is six weeks." Do you know what game is coming up six weeks from now? The one on December 24th against the Washington Commanders. So where are all of you now? Where are all the people making fun of me? Where are all the people saying Greeny is delusional or Greeny is making this up or Greeny is talking with his heart and not his head? I've been telling you all along because I've heard it from people close to him that that is when he thinks he's coming back. No, I can't tell you he can. I'm not a doctor, and I've never had a torn Achilles. I'm telling you, that's what he thinks. And I've been saying it for weeks. And have you heard the fun of me that people have made? Have you read about it? Have you heard it? And so Now, where is everybody? Where are all the people saying, Greeny was right. I was right. And that is once again an evidence that mine is that rare genius that will not be fully appreciated until long after my time. Mine is that sort of rare genius that will not be fully appreciated until long after its time. The genius, you said? Your genius. He's genius, eh? We're not going to appreciate your brilliance until you're gone. Brilliant. How about that? You can't take a victory lap six weeks before something might happen. Hembo, did Aaron Rodgers, or did he not, suggest that that is his timeline, that that is when he 
expects that there is a real chance he could come back. Did he or did he not say that? He loosely, very loosely no, suggested. there was nothing loose. McAfee made it clear. A, a f- three is a few. He used Fortnite for crying out loud. When outside of Wimbledon have you ever heard anyone use Fortnite? So you're suggesting that Aaron Rodgers chose those two words consecutively with very specific intention. I suggest, as I've been saying for a long time, that Rodgers believes he has a chance to play then. Yes, I'm not suggesting it. I'm telling it to you. Now, again, it depends on a variety of circumstances. One is everything progressing at the rate that it has been progressing. He is coming back from this miraculously quickly. Part of that is... Maybe he's a very fast healer. Part of it is that medicine has come a long way. Part of it is who knows what sort of unorthodox methodology he's using. We know that his views on medicine are not the same as many other people's views on medicine. I don't know any of that. What I can tell you is that's what he thinks. Now, the one thing that is clear is the Jets have to be worth coming back to. So the Jets are 4-4 four and four right now. There's six weeks remaining between now and then. If the Jets go one and five, now, he's not coming back. He's not coming back to play for a team that's five and ten, put the rest of his career on the line for a team that has no chance. I'm telling you, if the Jets, if, if the Jets look like a team that is Aaron Rodgers away from winning a championship, he intends to play. If he can't, he can't, but he intends to, yes. If they're seven and seven, and he can come back, does he come back? I mean, I can't answer that for you because I'm not him, and I don't talk to him. I don't want anyone to get the impression he's telling me this. I have met Aaron Rodgers in my entire life once. We have not spoken since he signed with the Jets. It's not like we text each other. I, I don't know him. I'm telling you, I hear these things just from people, So, but people I trust. So in this case, look, would he come back at 7-7? Seven and seven? I don't know. I don't know that that's a decision he's made. Do you want to go through some games? Go Give me a game. At Raiders next week. I'm very afraid. Yeah. Very afraid. I would have, that was a win two weeks ago. Now I'm terrified. Sure was. Uh, then you've got at Bills. So it's Bills in Miami. Let, let's say best case scenario, we split those two. So let, let's go best case. We're two and one after those three. Falcons. Falcons at home. Three and one. Texans at home. Let's say we split those two also. That's three and two. Being very optimistic. At <laughs> Dolphins. Let's call that a loss. Let's go three and three. Hosting the Commanders. Well, that's the game well, I'm talking game. about. So now, you're, now you're seven and seven. So that seven, would get you to seven and seven. Seven and seven for the Commanders. So, so I mean, what I don't know is where's the rest of the teams, right? So, like, are the did the Dolphins run away and hide with the division? Did Kansas City win a ton of games? Are, 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 is a playoff spot really realistic? But seven uh, and seven with three winnable games. Commanders, Browns, Patriots. Yeah, then he's obviously coming back. Uh, maybe. I mean... But yeah. you've got to get to seven and seven, which not easy. Optimistically, you are getting to seven and seven. Look, I mean, the way the Jets have looked the last two weeks, they're not getting to anything, right? I mean, they have to be so much better yeah. than they've been the last two weeks. They beat the Giants in one of the fluky miracles in the history of the sport, and they got embarrassed by a below-average team in the Chargers. If they go out west and get blown out this week, which I'm very afraid they will, with the suddenly rejuvenated Raiders. Uh, then all of this changes. All I'm saying is that I was right, and all of you, all of you, owe me a an apology like there was no tomorrow, and I'm waiting. I have a very important and very difficult decision to make. I need you to help me make it right after this on ESPN Radio. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Greeny, the podcast. Previously on Greeny. I don't care what it is. Hamba, I want you to tell me something funny. Well, my daughters are actually smitten right now with hand, foot, and mouth disease. Do you know what the word smitten means? Stricken is what I meant to say. Oh, okay. The issue you took with that response, Ham, <laughs> was that he misspoke and said smitten. I was so confused. What are they smitten with? Well, all right. I have an issue with the fact that you need a moment of levity. Yes. And he said his kids have a disease. That's my point here. Smite I means strike with a firm blow. It's a very of the word smite. Yeah, but the word smitten means to be in love with, to be. Wait, uh, stop, 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 stop. With. Both of you stop talking. This is Greeny. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Everything you need to know about Hembo. If you are fascinated by Hembo, A, you're easily fascinated. <laughs> and B, everything you need to know about him is that in a moment where I was feeling kind of down and I needed a pick me up and I turned to him, he said, Well, my daughters have hand, foot, and mouth disease. That was the most cheerful thing he could think of to share with me. That's a really sad statement. All right, I I need some help, that said. And Hembo, I I turn in part to you and to Bubba and to Cam and to everyone. 
because there's something I just want you to know. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. So when it comes to fantasy football, I'm not the biggest fantasy person. I, I, I really enjoy doing DraftKings every week. I have a couple of one-on-ones I do, and I have a, a, a group I do, and I enjoy that, and I pay a lot of attention to it. And now I am involved in a season-long fantasy league, or a more traditional fantasy league, with, with the people at IBM, and it's been great, and they've been great to me, and I love doing it. And I drafted Rodgers as my quarterback, and he got knocked out, obviously, immediately. And so I've been treading water, fighting, and I'm having a very respectable season. I'm Every day I'm combing, like, who's available, players, this, looking at matchups. And I'm 500, which I think is pretty good, considering I lost my quarterback immediately. But I have an enormous decision to make this week. Bubba, the guy who won me my matchup last week was Josh Jacobs, running back, Las Vegas Raiders. He is starting to really turn it on. And I think we'll only continue to now that their offense is going to get better. He is projected to get 16.2 points this week. On my bench, I have Ezekiel Elliott. The Patriots play the Colts in Germany this week, and he's projected to get 7.4 points. So you might say to yourself, why on earth would you bench Josh Jacobs to play Ezekiel Elliott? I have a policy In my usual, in my weekly, daily fantasy, I never pick anyone on the team that's playing the Jets. Ever. Because I don't want to root for them. I don't want to sit there going, oh, please let Josh Jacobs score a touchdown when the last thing on earth I want is for the Jets to give up a touchdown. So now, I'm really in a predicament. And it's one I, because I've not been a fantasy player that long, I've never faced before. Bubba, I'll start with you. Yeah. Do I bench Josh Jacobs this week, even though he's obviously a much better option than Zeke Elliott or anyone I could pick up at this stage? Do I do that? I mean, it's a standard ESPN league, so I'll tell you who I could get otherwise. It's not going to be better than Zeke Elliott. Or do I play Josh Jacobs and, what, root for him to go crazy against the Jets? Like, I just can't do it. What? How do you people do this? Well, I guess – my answer to that is I don't do it, and that's why one of the main reasons. I don't play fantasy, and so I don't have this issue. I've done fantasy two times, didn't really love it, and one of the reasons was, yeah, I didn't like want to have to worry about rooting for other people uh, rooting against my team because same thing. When I'm doing the eliminator pool, one of the, the rules I'll always pick is I'm not going to pick the you know I'm not going to pick the Cowboys because of you know superstition and different things like that. So I'm not going to pick a team playing the Cowboys or the Cowboys because it just doesn't make any sense. So I personally wouldn't. I would say you got to bench him because you know. But I don't even play fantasy, so I I don't know what you know. How how deep into the fantasy you 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 are? So personally, I would say bench him, but I don't even play, so I'm not the person to ask. Let's take a few calls on this. Can I eight 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 say ESPN? Sure. We haven't taken calls in a while. Triple eight seven two nine three seven seven six. As Bubba loads up the calls, what do you do in this situation? If you are a passionate fan of a team, don't call me if you're not if you don't live and die with your team. Don't say, well, I'm a fan of the Bears, but I don't really care that much. Not interested. That's not who I want to hear from. I want to, you know who I am. You know how I am. I want you to call me if you are me for any team. How do you handle this situation? 888 say ESPN. As Bubba screens those, let me hear quickly from the other members of the hashtag crew. Cam, how do you handle this? You bench him. I always bench players that play against the Eagles. 
Uh, I think you just got to hope that Zeke Elliott gets a couple two-yard touchdowns on Sunday, and that's it. You got to have your orders a priority, right? Your team's first, your fantasy team's second, you know, anything else, whatever other teams you like to check out, that's third. Now, Brandon, who is a crazy Jet fan, has a look on his face like he just ate a lemon. Come over here. There's a microphone over here. Brandon, get in here. Come, Come over here a minute. Don't don't hurry. We're not live or anything. Why are you looking at me that way? You're telling me if you had Josh Jacobs on your team this week, you live and die with the Jets every bit as much as I do. Oh, yeah. You would start Jacobs this week? Hands down. Why? I'm a winner. What does that mean? You play to win the game. Hmm. Right? It was yeah, but Herman you're playing, who said that. Yeah, but and you're he was playing. Jets coach, and I'm a huge Jets fan. There so we if, go. If, this was, if, if I were Tony Reale and this was around the horn, that's a pretty good point. Like, like I would be giving points to Cam – because yeah. I thought he made a good point. But now you would have to get a couple of points, too, because that's a pretty well-made point. You do play to win the game. Why are you playing if you're not trying to win? It's not bad. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. You can root for your player but still root for your team. No, I get that. Yeah. But, but I mean, for your, if Josh Jacobs is going to have 125 yards rushing and two touchdowns, we're going to lose, right? Maybe they'll win by one. Well, but maybe. But the bottom line of it is I can't be rooting for that. You got to root a little bit. No, you can't root a little bit. You See, can root you for the pro- lost me. No, no, no. You can root for the production. Nope. Right. So then you get 14 points on the board, and then you say, "Hey, listen, Jets, it's not that hard." Well, now it is, but I'm saying it, it, theoretically, it's not that hard to score 17 points. How many times have we scored 17 points this year? It's kind of hard, I guess. This is what I'm saying, Hembo. <laughs> what's the right answer? Um, you play Josh Jacobs. Thank you. Why? Because if you're going to play fantasy football, you have to play fantasy football the right way. You have to go all in or not in. And so what's I, the right way, Hembo? You, you play, you play to, win to win the game. So the game. Bubba has this right. Like this was a, this was a, an issue for him. So we just pulled out of the fantasy game. I've been playing fantasy football half my life. I play the best players, and if they happen to be playing the Eagles, I still root for the Eagles and have those things in the right pecking order, as Cam just described. But if you're going to play fantasy football. You have to play to win the game every yeah. single week. And I'm one of the best fantasy football you know, players of all time. Okay, all now, 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 all. no one wants I'm to hear the that. the GOAT. Okay, yeah, good. Sit down. Right. I, I'm not interested <laughs> in hearing about that, about how you're one of the greatest fantasy football players of all time. Like your field Yates I feel up like in here or something. I feel like, like we would have that. heard about that before now, all if right. that were the case. Get, get me some calls here. Well, I, 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 well first of all, we're compl- isn't Field Yates our fantasy expert Yeah, now? but I mean, is he considered the greatest fantasy football player of all time? Who is? I don't. Is that a thing? I don't know. I I guess it's (laughs) Brandon. Okay. All right. Then here's the problem I have. We're split down the middle. I got two people telling me don't do it, and I got two people telling me do it. So now I need calls. So Cam, who we got? Uh, Leo in PA. Leo, you're on ESPN Radio. What do I do? Greeny, I'm going to decide this really easily. I've been playing fantasy football for 25 years with the same group of guys. And I'll tell you what, I've won the league 12 times. I don't want to rain on Hembo's parade, but I'm one of the best fantasy football players there are. And this <laughs> Take is that, Brandon. Unfortunately, in this situation, and I know you're going to hate this, I have to side with Hembo. You have to play to win the game. You have to play your best players every single week. You have to take the emotions out of it. Mm. I love the Kansas City Chiefs, but guess what? I have to play the best players. In this situation, it's Josh Jacobs. Sorry. Okay. I mean, I, I hear it. 12-time champion right I, there. I, I, he's a 12-time league champion. He's way better at this than Brandon. It's Bill Russell. But probably not as good as Field Yates. All right, that's a good call. Uh, so that, that's one more vote. So right now it's 3-2 to two on that side. Cam, who's next? Jacob in Texas. Jacob, go. What do I do? Well, I'm a diehard Bengals fan, and I absolutely refuse to draft anyone else in the AFC North that isn't a Bengal. Aside from that, if I'm playing somebody that's on my fantasy team, I would 10 times out of 10 rather my Bengals win and lose the fantasy game. I'll take the punishment 
all day long from losing every single game in fantasy and see my Bengals win every single week. That's a great call. Now we're three and three. I mean, we are literally split down the middle. This is, this is not helping. Cam, me. put up the poll question on Twitter. I will. Yeah, the, put the poll question on Twitter. Because I mean, there are really compelling arguments on both sides of the aisle here. The great thing is, is that we keep being split down the middle, giving you Greeny the power to make the decision, and you refuse to. You just make other. Well, people the whole purpose of this you. was I'm new to this. I wanted you guys to tell me. Well, there must be some sort of uh, etiquette. Like, is there an etiquette? Like, I want to know the etiquette. I know which fork to use for each course, right? I know which spoon to use. When I, knowing etiquette, don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking forks? about. Are there different kinds of forks? Honest right, I'm not talking to you anymore. The point of it is, have you ever, ever sat down at a table and there have been multiple forks sitting there? Well, I mean, I know one is for dessert and one is for the entree, That's right? what I'm talking oh, about. Okay. So I know which one you use for the salad. Which one, I, I want to know the etiquette. I always tell my kids, know the etiquette. No, and no politeness. Here's another little lesson for you. Know how to know your manners. Be incredibly polite because in life, the most complicated thing is when you don't know what's expected of you socially in any situation. You walk into any situation and you don't know exactly what's expected of you. Good manners are never not a good answer. There's never a time where you could walk in and be like, yes, very nice to meet you. All of the things that go with manners, looking people in the eye, shaking their hand, that's never a bad idea. If you don't know what the etiquette is, you can always fall back on that. So that's what I'm looking for here. I want someone to tell me what the etiquette is on starting Josh Jacobs against the Jets. And the problem is, three people have told me start him, and three people have let's, told me bench him. Let's get Field Yates on the line. Let's just call Field Yates uh, right That's now. what we should do. Can you call Yates? Do you have his number? Well, let me see if I have his number. I have Field Yates' number. Well, but call Field Yates. We, we can try him, but we also have Eric in New York who has the exact same problem that you have, Greeny. Eric, you're on ESPN Radio. Go. Yeah, so uh, I drafted Josh Jacobs earlier this year. I am about as big a Jet fan as you are, Greeny. Basically, uh, I've encountered this before. What I do is I start the best players that I can. I root for a Jets win, and if the Jets don't win, I hope that the player I'm starting has a big game uh, and just kind of take it as a double-edged sword, you know? So you are going to start Jacobs. Day, to be clear, you're going to start gonna Jacobs. Me. I'm going to start Jacobs, yeah. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, Jacobs has the potential to win me more money. Because uh, betting on the Jets has not worked out for me this year so well. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, Let me ask you a question, Eric. All kidding so, aside, yeah. Like, if the Jets lose and Jacobs has a great day, will you not feel in any way responsible that you sort of put that into the cosmos by 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 refusing to bench him? Maybe now. I've never thought about that before. <laughs> but, uh, so I've done that to you, Eric. I see. <laughs> Okay, Eric, thank you for the call. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting no closer to an answer. Uh, Bob, are you calling Yates? Are we getting Yates up here? Or should I call, good call him? Call Yates. All right. Someone call Yates. I don't care who calls Yates. Because I'm sure he, he's encountered this before as the world's foremost. We can't have Hembo call expert. Yates. He's just sitting here. What, are we going to put Yates on a cell phone? I mean, someone's <laughs> got to call Yates that can actually put him on the radio. That's the whole point of having Yates. Oh, my God. So now I don't know what to do. So I want to win the fantasy game, but but not but, nearly as much as I want the Jets to win. But but these are two separate things. No, but they're not separate things. And you can't play fantasy football if you're going to play half as hard as you should. Yeah, you, I mean, you actually can. No, I mean, you shouldn't. There's no point. The well, idea that you so, But you're telling me is that that is the etiquette, but four different people have just told me they disagree with you, well, including I mean, Cam. And they're all wrong. They're not wrong. I mean, Cam doesn't sound wrong. Cam's wrong. He made good points to me. Uh, See, here's my fear. I fear... That if I don't bench Josh Jacobs, he will beat the Jets with a touchdown on the final play of the game 
that otherwise, like literally, they'll be on the one-yard line mm. with four seconds remaining, and I win my fantasy league if he scores, and I lose my fantasy game if he doesn't, and he will score because I didn't but bench him. But the whole him. point is like you're worried that it will affect your rooting interest. No, I'm worried that it will affect the game itself. By the way, no answer from Field on the first Where call. the hell is Yates? He ghosted you guys? Do you remember earlier in the show when Hembo was like, now that I have kids, I have a different perspective. Like, yeah. Field has a new baby. Like, come on. Let's cut oh, it. in the morning. This is when babies nap. Yeah. I don't know. They get from me. <laughs> this is when Char and Shell nap. Yeah, I don't know. 7.30 in the morning. I don't have his number either. I don't know who to call. We're, we're, we're contacting him. I'll but, call uh, Field Yates in the break, and if he answers, that will say a lot about you guys. Yeah, well, it's, it's our phone line that we're calling from, not you know Bubba's number. Obviously, he'd call if, or answer if Bubba called. <laughs> Maybe he's doing his podcast now. Someone Possibly. call him. I don't know. I mean, I, I need a definitive. I, well, listen, here's the problem. Sounds we've been like talking it's your about call. this for 10 minutes, and we've gotten no closer to an answer. I'm no closer to an answer than I was before this started. If the game was tonight, like if, if you had to make that decision for Thursday Night Football, for example, and that was, today was Thursday for some reason, um, bad setup, what would you do right now? Well, that's my point. I'm going to do something right now. But you have way. until Sunday. No, but why would I wait until Sunday? I just brought it up now for the purposes of making the decision. You have three days to ponder all the evidence. Let, let, me, let, me, let me just very quickly go on the app here and see who else I could. If, in theory, I wanted to pick up a running back, the best one I could pick up would be is this Latavius Murray? Is that which Murray is on the Bills? Is it That's Latavius? Right. Yeah, but he's not going to do much for you. He's seven points. His projection is seven point seven points, and and uh, so Zeke is, is about the same. The whole year you've had the quandary of playing someone against the Jets, or is this just the best? First player? time I noticed. <laughs> Field is on the air right now. Field is. He just responded. To Field is via he's, text. He's, he's, they're doing their fantasy show right now. I see. Just text him the question. Then yeah. very straightforward question. Greeny needs to know what's the etiquette. Here? What is the etiquette? On, are they in a, t- tell him, okay, so, I mean, he's literally live or they're taping their show right <laughs> they now? They are live, yeah. He, live? he said he's going to try and call on a few. He's going to break in. Right, he'll try and call on a few. We, we got to get the, 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 look, we'll just go on their show. <laughs> just sync us in and I'll ask this question. It'll be perfect for their show because this is a decision I have to make and I'm a little bit, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. All right, we'll get Yates in here in a minute. One more thing. Sneaky big news. Did I miss a meeting? When did Jason Kelsey become sexy? Jason Kelsey of the Philadelphia Eagles was featured in People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive issue, to which Jason Kelsey said, I'm not even the sexiest man in my family. I pointed this out earlier. Taylor Swift has a crush on Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Hembo has a crush on Jason Kelsey. Which one of these do we think makes you sexier? I, I am flabbergasted at Jason Kelly's uh, Jason Kelsey's inclusion on this list. I'm not remotely flabbergasted by this. And do you know why? Yeah. He and I took a picture together last week. You think that's what put him over the top? You know what has since happened? What? The release of this list. That's true. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. By no means is the timing of this coincidental. Patrick Dempsey, by the way, won the award this year. Also featured are Timothy Chalamet, Jamie Foxx, Usher, and Lenny Kravitz. Which of those men do you believe is the most sexy? <laughs> well, I guess I was going to ask, uh, do I think I'm sexier? Do we think I'm sexier than any of them? Than Probably any of, not. Any of those guys? Probably not. Chalamet is a good-looking young kid. My son idolizes him. My what, son's what an aspiring he, actor. What does he, he do? Is he an actor? He's an actor. He's a, he's a very big deal actor now. Mm. Who, who he's very young. He's like 22 years old or something. My son, who is an aspiring actor, idolizes uh, him. I mean, Usher, I think, is the sexiest of those men. He, he was in person once on Mike and Mike. I think he's the best-looking person I've ever seen. Lenny Kravitz is pretty sexy, too. Is Patrick Dempsey like still like 
doing things. I didn't know he yeah, was. He like, still got it. He's still I'm not being saying, sexy. I'm not that's saying for he's sure. unattractive. I'm just saying, is he still like? In, Are you questioning the sex appeal of Patrick no, Dempsey? Again, Bowen? I'm not saying he's unattractive. I'm just I'm questioning what is he? Is he still like active in the? TV and movie industry. I would, In say, sexy I, I would say of all of these, Lenny Kravitz would be the most my type. Like if I had to pick, type? if you insisted on me picking one of these. Lenny no Kravitz. one did. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, literally no one is insisting yeah. that. Okay, that's a good point. What do you mean? That does not, he's not your type at all. He's my type. No, let's, go, Lenny, let's, go to, let's get to break because Field might be able to join Lenny us. Lenny Kravitz next. is not okay. your type. Field let's Yates take a break. is Hopefully, your type. Yeah, I, I, well, Field also sexy. We'll talk to Field in a minute on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here. If you're still looking for amazing gifts at Total Wine and more, you'll find gifts for everyone on your list. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find only at Total Wine and more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. All right. Did we get Yates? Oh, we got Yates in studio, Yates. baby. Okay, perfect. Studio. So this is what I needed. We got Yates in studio. So I have this fantasy question, and Yates is our top fantasy person here at ESPN. Josh Jacobs is on my fantasy team. He's playing the Jets. This is a critical game for the Jets. And so um, I, I'm trying to figure out whether I need to bench him, which would probably, well, could easily cost me my fantasy matchup this weekend, or play him, and so to be sleeping with the enemy here, this obviously is a question that Yates must get yep. all the time. So, Yates, thank you for jumping in here. What What is the general etiquette on things like this? Well, you're going to have to put your fandom aside if you really want to win. Wait, wait. Your secondary option is who? <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Can I, I – I can sort of see – this is not Yates. This is Yates. 
What do you mean it's Yates? This is Cousin Yates. What what does that mean? You said get Yates. This is Alan Yates. What do you mean? Alan Yates? I'm the soup guy. You remember the guy who (laughs) never ate soup? This is him. Oh, so so hold on. So I asked for Yates, and you went and got Alan Yates? Yes, he was the closest Yates in the vicinity. And I'm a Josh Jacobs owner in fantasy as well. So, you know, you got to start the guy because you can't go in that joint with with Zeke. You just can't do that. Are you telling me you did not think – you just assumed any Yates? That's what you said. You kept saying. I thought you said get. You, you kept get saying Yates. get Yates, get All Yates, right. get Yates. We got Yates. He was a studio over. It was easy to get him. All right. We have this, but we do have Field Yates now for real. All right. Well, keep both Yates. I mean, we I'm got both Yates here. As many any Yates. Yates possible. We have them. Call Clinton. Is this Field Yates? Greeny. Okay, How are you, my friend. Thank God. All right. So uh, we, we had a little bit of a Yates discrepancy here, but I'm delighted that we have gotten you. So this is probably a question you've received eight million times, but I'm in a quandary. So I, I, okay. I, 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 I'm taking my fantasy league more seriously this year than I ever have before, and I'm doing pretty well. And Josh Jacobs has been a critical piece for me. And this week they're playing the Jets. And I am very, very concerned from a mojo perspective that if I don't bench him, what will happen is that he will score a touchdown at the very end of the game to beat the Jets that will win me my fantasy matchup. And so I feel that my fandom states that I must bench him this week, even though my best option is either Latavius Murray or Ezekiel Elliott. So so I'm sure you... This is an easy one. No, no, no. This is easy, Greeny. You've got this. You get to play both sides of the coin here, right? All right. If you play Josh Jacobs and he struggles against your Jets, it probably means that your Jets win the game on Sunday night. Right. And you're going to be so enthused by the fact that the Jets are back over 500 and right back into the AFC wildcard picture that you're going to feel fine about the decision to play Josh Jacobs. Meanwhile, if you sit Josh Jacobs, or if, if, sorry, if Josh Jacobs goes off, while it might mean that your Jets lose the game, it probably means that you win your fantasy matchup as well, especially given the other options that you just mentioned. And while the Jets' defense, as you know, is outstanding, if there's a little bit of a silver lining here for playing Josh Jacobs, it's that because the Jets' cornerbacks are so good, they allow the highest percentage of opposing targets be to running backs in the passing game. Because teams say, why would we bother testing Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed and that excellent secondary, let's just dump it off to the running backs in the middle of the field. So this could be a very, very productive win uh, for you, one way or the other, a Jets win or a fantasy win. Right. But what you've just laid out there is the dichotomy. Hembo said the same thing to me this morning, but what you're missing is the causality. I believe Mm. that if I play Jacobs this week, I am tempting the gods and they will smite me. I will be smitten. Mm. I will be, I will be, they will cause Josh Jacobs to beat the Jets just because I didn't bench him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. I do, and I hope that this doesn't prevent me from ever joining either Greeny or GetUp mm. on, uh, in future appearances. But as influential of a man as you are, you might be the most influential man in sports media, Greeny. I'm yeah. here to tell you that I don't think that your decision is going to influence the outcome of the game on Sunday. Even if the mojo suggests otherwise, I think you're okay here. I want you to take solace in knowing that you are not responsible. Alan Yates, do you agree with that? I mean, we've got well, – let me get a different – Alan, uh, it, yeah. will my Alan decision impact my the outcome of the game? No, it, it shouldn't. But if you feel in that crazy, you should sage your house before the game starts. Or at least the room that you're going to watch the game in. Well, I always do. I wear the same things. I have the same people. I sit in the same place. I mean, I do all that. You have to sage the yeah. area, though. What does sage mean? 
like, like incense. You, yeah, incense. Light the sage, sage. Yeah, sage it's like what Kyrie did at the yeah. at the TD Garden. For field, good, field for good luck. Yes. Do you agree with that? Do you think that saging knows. The, other Yates? Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't. I'm not much of a sage enthusiast myself. I probably could stand to add some to my home. I've got a dog, and sometimes when he goes outside, he comes back with some weird odors. So. Uh, probably would be smart, but I have not previously uh, had any sage in my home. But I like the idea from my cousin Alan. <laughs> cousin Alan. It feels unlikely that they're cousins. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're related. What makes you based, say that? Based on the TV copy. Explain that further. Yeah. Field, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for jumping in here. And, and, and um, I feel like you've gotten me closer to my answer. I think I'm making a decision here. You're the best. Thank you, Field. No problem, sir. Talk to you all soon. Call oh, in if your last name is Yates. We'll put you on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If, you, if, if, you're, if your last name is Yates, we want to talk to you. Okay. So this begets a whole other question. If I were to tell you in advance that if you bet against your team, let's say the Eagles are playing a big game against the Cowboys, and I tell you right now, if you bet against them, they will lose. How much money would that bet have to be for it to be worth it to you for your team to lose? Obviously, a lot of this is based on your financial situation in life. I totally get it. But for me, that number would be pretty big. So there's no amount of money that this fantasy league could be get me that I'm going to be willing to run this risk. So as we wrap up today's show, I have made a decision. I am going to immediately after we finish... Bench Josh Jacobs. Oh. And that is my decision. If this thing goes south Sunday night, it will not be my fault. So let it be written. So let it be done. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.